centrale, Rovigo, Padova, Venezia Mestre. Ah, Italy. Traveling by train is best. You can observe the rolling hills of vineyards and budding flower fields, or relax and read a good book. A range of senses can be associated with the sound of an Italian train. Perhaps comfort for locals. For foreigners, that of intrigue and adventure. But for me, the sound of that train reminds me of the time my friends and I were rescued by strangers. Three times. It was my senior year of high school. After many changes to the itinerary, my friends and I all came to an agreement that Italy was a place we could all be happy with. It was safe and small upon our parents' request, and it was full of young people per our wishes. Fast forward to three weeks later, once tickets were booked, bags were packed, and hugs were given, we made our trek from California to Florence, Italy. Feeling the complete freedom from our parents for the first time, we journeyed around the small city. We also had a short day trip planned to the Cinque Terre, a string of centuries-old seaside villages on the rugged Italian Riviera coastline. The day of our departure, we woke up late and had to rush out of our hotel. We ran to where we thought the train station was, but could not find anything of the sort. After 10 minutes of running in circles and asking people for help, we realized the station was across the street from us. We sprinted to our train, hopping on with literally seconds to spare. We found comfortable seats and thought the worst was over. Now all we had to do was sit back and make sure to get off on the right train stop. Thankfully, we were coherent enough to do this. Sitting at the train stop, we waited for the next train, which would take us to our final destination. Over the loudspeaker, we heard an announcement. It was in Italian, so we simply brushed it off and continued to wait. Upon the graces of the Italian gods, another train goer noticed that we were American. She informed us that the train was going to be arriving on a different platform. If not for her, we may have waited at the station for hours. We got onto the next train, which would take us to the first village, Rio Maggiore. It couldn't have been more picturesque. Colorful terraced houses stacked upon each other, set against peaceful ocean waves. Dishes being plated and served brought a fulfilling feeling of anticipation as we waited for our delicious pesto pizzas. The occasional sound of a street musician added to the charm of the place. After lunch, we decided to head to the next village on the coast, Manarola. Each town was connected by a cement trail along the cliffs. It was supposed to make walking between the villages easy, but when we got to the trail leading to Manarola, we found a locked gate and a sign that said trail closed. The only other route was a step hike that would take hours. No way was I putting myself through that. I was wearing sandals and I had just eaten an entire pizza. Suddenly, I got an idea. I stood up and put my thumb out, hoping that just by a chance, a car would pass by and offer to give us a ride. I knew it was a long shot, we hadn't seen one car our entire time in the town. All of a sudden, we heard the sound of a car turning the corner. It was a van, and it had Cinque Terre Transport printed on it. It rolled up the hill and stopped in front of us. Need a ride to Manarola? A jovial voice asked. I replied with an enthusiastic, "Si, grazie. We hopped in. The ride was only 20 euros among the three of us. We couldn't believe our luck. Manarola was beautiful. After we did some shopping and got ice cream, we retired to the harbor. We basked in the sun next to the peaceful crystal clear waters. We now had to figure out how to get to the next town over. Just then, the rumble of a boat caught our attention. A local fisherman was pulling up to the harbor in his motorboat. We looked at one another, each with the same idea. Pardon me, how much to take us to the next town? We asked the fisherman. 
60 year old. Your parents always tell you never to get into a car with a stranger, let alone a boat. But with our parents halfway across the world, their words of wisdom did little to stop us. We took the opportunity. From the boat, we got a view of the towns like no other, and even saw dolphins, which is rare for that time of year. With the insight from the boatman, we decided to get dropped off at Vernazza, the second to the last town. It was known as the gem of Cinque Terre. We were happy we did so. Sitting next to the beach, we sipped on Prosecco under yellow umbrellas. It was the perfect place to end our lucky day.